0: I'm Ben.
1: We're here to bring you our opinions on the news, notes, and happening somewhere around the NFL. Episode forty, big four zero. A little bit of news to get into before we get into our pre-free agent breakdown. Yep. A little bit of uh, I don't know, nothing, nothing major, but some funny side notes, maybe a little bit of cleanup. Just what do you what do you got for us, Ben?
0: Um. Well, let's start with uh, old Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, the nine-inch hand.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and how do you how do you not make a joke about that? Okay. Um yeah, I mean the guy who's gonna I mean, pretty much unanimous across the board to consensus first overall pick.
0: I mean you'd have to be you'd have to be utterly stupid or you just ignore the entire college football season to not see it.
1: Now, for those who don't know what the hell we're talking about, I think we're just trying to lead into some kind of uh, weird innuendo and, and joke here. Uh, today is the beginning or the, I guess, feeling out process for the, the NFL Combine. The
0: the, the process is for the next three days of measurements and interviews and all the paperwork for the the rest of the NFL Combine. So, right,
1: so that before they get down to the actual, you know, 40s and bench presses yeah, and stuff the workouts, like that. they'll yeah. start
0: on Thursday. Each team, each position has its own day. Or, well, not everyone has their own day, but each day has its own group of players. Um, but the next three days will just be, because they have, like, I think it's, like, over 300 people to, to kind of process. Can't really do that in one
1: day. I don't I don't know why Joe Burrow having a nine inch hand. I don't know what the average size of a normal human hand should be, so that really means nothing to me. Like, it's just big, small? J- judging by the way Joe Burrow was joking around after after he heard about uh, his his apparently you know uh, odd hand, I guess he said something like, uh, "I'm going to contemplate retirement now, knowing that I have undersized hands or something." Yeah, he I- a joke. It was pretty funny. I can't I can't I can't quote it right now. I can't remember it, but it, it was funny.
0: I just I just don't know what I get, I get, like you. Oh, it says considering retirement after I was informed the football will be slipping out of my tiny hands. Please keep me in your thoughts. <laughs> I like I, the guy already. I don't know. I, I'm just I guess it's a small hand. I don't know.
1: But this kind of leads into the next topic of people will find anything to turn into a story. Yeah, this
0: is this is this is on the side of ridiculous. Yes. Um, Chase Young is reportedly not doing the drills. Who cares?
1: Yeah, is, is he not going to be the second overall pick because he didn't run a drill?
0: The only reason why he wouldn't be the second overall pick is if somebody drum, jumps up to the second pick and takes Tua.
1: Okay, but I mean, he, based on his own performance,
0: most most people, and I'm not going to release what I, my my position for him is. But most people have Chase Young as the number one prospect. So, had Joe Burrow not have the season he had, Joe Burrow would be going to Cincinnati, or um, not, uh, Chase Young would be going to Cincinnati, right? Or someone would trade, or the Bengals would definitely be in the market to trade because of two is especially if Tua has, still has an in, his injury, he wouldn't be the first overall pick unless someone jumps up for some reason. It's so, the
1: Redskins are number two, right? They're, they're yeah, not, they're, they're, not, take, they're, they're taking him. Yeah, they're taking Chase. They're not going to turn around and go, oh, we don't know what his 40 or his bench press is. Well, Even though we saw all this great play on the field, we're not going to take him. Oh, no, 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 no.
0: Well, it's extra ridiculous because he's going to have his pro day.
1: Right, so they're still going to see everything. They're going they e- to do everything. Everything.
0: They'll do everything for the most part they do at the, the combine at the pro day. Some tweaks. Um, they'll showcase what – He's really good at, um, maybe not the stuff he's not great at, which, by the way, is not much. Uh, yeah, but good. It, it's the pro days make the player look really, really good. The combine is a set standard of, of uh, drills agreed upon, and it's coaches from teams that are selected that come and do the drills.
1: How many times have we also seen somebody not perform well at the combine and then be a star player for a decade?
0: Correct. So uh, it, it, it's a measurement. If you if it's it's a piece of the puzzle for each player. Because if you rest all your hopes on just the draft or the combine, you get Mike Momola. Remember him? Nope. He was a scouting combine darling. Drafted by the Eagles in the first round. Bust. But he didn't have much tape in college.
1: John Ross ran the fastest 40-time ever at the combine a few years ago. You know what oh. he's really good at now? What's that? Taking up space in the injury room.
0: That's correct. So
1: Injury room. On the injured reserve, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's an injury room. They have, I, to, stay, I, they have to stay in there forever. I,
0: I got her. what yeah. you're saying. I just, just – if you see anybody not doing uh, workouts or certain uh, drills, don't don't pay attention to it. Yeah
1: don't don't let don't let people who are just desperate for clicks and uh, attention make you think less or more of a player based on what they do at the combine. Because quite frankly, a guy like Chase Young knows where he's going. Yeah. He knows what his strengths are. Everyone else knows what his strengths are. Even if he ends up being a bust in the NFL, I have no idea if he will or he won't. Even if he does, it's not because he didn't run in the combine.
0: Oh, no, it has everything to do with his tape and and how he's implemented in the uh, in the uh, NFL. Joe Burrow, I would bet a lot of money that Joe Burrow perhaps only runs the forty time. Maybe. Why is that? Because most most quarterbacks in the top five projected don't really do the drills really don't need to they don't need to They know where they're going because you know what they'll do they'll do all the stuff at their pro day the players that need the combine do all the drills do everything so they can prove more tape more information so you can get you know if you're projected to be a fourth round pick can the combine get you up to the third round pick absolutely can
1: Plus, if you're going to be a top five quarterback selected and you go out there and you throw a few bad passes because just it happens to everybody, mm-hmm. oh, is this guy as good as we think he is? Oh, is he going to slip? Is he going to this? Is he going to that? There's really, they, nobody who knows where they're going to go, even even all the first rounders, I would say, projected first rounders, there's really no need for those guys to go out there and even risk it. Like you said, they're going to have their pro day. Yeah. There, there's no need to go out there and just give everybody around you more chance to either bring you down or build up more hype. Just do what you know how to do. Yeah. And don't 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 listen to all the outside noise.
0: You interested in one Hayden Hurst?
1: I'm not really, but let's see like a few teams are.
0: Apparently New England and uh, Jacksonville are. So apparently I heard earlier today Jacksonville was going to draft him. uh, I think it was three or no three picks later, three or four picks later in that draft in the uh, eighteen, I think. So that's why they're interested because they wanted to, they actually wanted to draft him. Yeah, in eighteen, and apparently Bill sat down with Hayden Hurst during that the draft process. So apparently that's why New England's interested. Regardless, he wants to catch more passes. Is well. I guess he wants to be more integrated in the offense, but if you can work through that, he wants to be he wants to get more catches because he's number three on the on the depth chart.
1: Yeah, and the funny thing is, Jacksonville wanted to draft him, and allegedly he was part of the package from Baltimore to Jacksonville when they attempted to get Jalen Ramsey yeah. for the Rams traded for him. Right? They offered him, I think, it was like a first round oh, pick, Caden right, yeah. Hurst. It was a pretty nice package they, they they offered him, but again, I can understand Jacksonville not taking that because they knew Baltimore was going to be much later in the, in the first in the round for the draft. Right, right. they were going to be in the late twenties, if not the last pick, and you're going to get a much nicer position of the Rams. So I don't blame them for turning that down, uh, but it is kind of interesting they wanted this guy. And they had a chance to get him in a trade, get rid of some salary, get a few picks with it, and they said no. But now they're looking at him again. Right. I think that's why you see teams like Jacksonville in the bad cap and just overall everything about the organization while they're in the situation they're in.
0: Like if I'm Jacksonville, because I have two nice players going to Jacksonville, they're similar, but – they can play two different positions. If you trade the 20th, 20th? Yeah, 20th overall, first overall pick for Hayden Hurst, I don't know what you're doing because he's not worth it.
1: No, no, no way.
0: If you trade the 42nd pick, I'd still say it's not worth no. it. They have the 74th pick, but what? Baltimore's not going to want that. They're going to want. He was dropped to 25th overall. They're going to want close compensation for that. Yes. They'd want the 42nd pick from from Jacksonville. If you're Jacksonville, are you one Hayden Hurst away at tight end from making the playoffs?
1: Not even close. Right. Not even close. You need a lot before you're a playoff team again.
0: And you're bringing more. I mean, the money will probably offset a little bit. Not great. And you're still looking at losing talented players because they just cut Marcel Darius today. And they're still going to lose other players. Plus, well, everything I went over in our uh, pre-free agent projections, it, it's dumb for Jacksonville to do it. New England?
1: They're, well, what's they, New England going to give up for them? Because they're going to want even more from New England than they would Jacksonville.
0: Well, here's the problem. Does it, would you take New England's second round pick? Because you can't. You
1: can't, yeah. Cause, <laughs> Mohamed Tanu already did that.
0: And you think the Patriots are going to be able to sell a third round pick to Baltimore? No. No. Unless,
1: unless Baltimore really just doesn't see anything in this guy. But that, the, way they, the way they... I'm surprised he's even potentially on the market. Because the way Baltimore uses their tight ends... Uh, I mean, it, it, it's pretty clear to me... Um, Who's the guy who had such a breakout season for him? Mark Andrews. Mark Mark Andrews. Uh, He's he's the one, no doubt. Then they had the other guy there. I can't remember his name either. Uh,
0: Boyle.
1: I did a a ton of research here. Boyle. Boyle. And then Hurst is third. Yeah. But they use all three of those tight ends. It's really surprising to me that they're even considering letting him go.
0: I mean, he didn't have much. He had 30 for 349 and two touchdowns. But again, that's like indicative of what you said. He's right. the number three, and if Boyle is going to be continued, like he can catch a little, but he's more blocker. Mark Andrews is more the catcher. He did have some nagging injuries at the end of the season. It if you if you're Baltimore and you feel like you can go into this draft, I don't know their um, what they have for draft capital. I haven't done them yet, obviously because they're later. Uh, but if you feel like you can get somebody that is capable of slotting into that number three tight end position because you're going to keep the same offense, correct? Oh, yeah.
1: yeah, Absolutely. I would. If I were
0: them. So you need to bring someone in, whether you free agency or the draft, that can emulate his skill set, but at a lower cost. Because, again, we still need to watch our pennies with Baltimore since we know they'll get close to the – the, uh, tap, uh, the uh, the uh, cap.
1: Is it is it a cap thing with them though, or is it they've seen something that just makes them think this guy is not the player they thought they drafted?
0: That is what I heard uh, when I first heard this. Uh, when I, the place I heard it from, they were talking about. Is that is it, is it the report that he wanted to? Um, get more catches, be more integrated in the offense? Or, to your point,
1: they don't think he is can't. there
0: something not there that they thought was there? Right, That could be it. And, and if they get a third-round pick from New England or a third-round pick from Jacksonville, do they think, you know what, it, we're, we got what we were going to get. We call this a W, even though it's two rounds below where he was drafted. We made the mistake, and we drafted him. But we got some compensation as otherwise, maybe he wouldn't have gotten anything because honestly, I'm looking at his college stats, not spectacular. no, 48 and 616 and one touchdown in his sophomore year, 44, 559 and two touchdowns in his junior year and then he came out. And I'm not gonna say he probably had the best quarterback's thrown to at South Carolina because it's not
1: I'm just not sure how this guy was a first round pick I don't know unless he is a dynamic like game changing blocker I don't understand how he was a first round pick
0: He was um,
1: for a team like Baltimore especially who was still competitive
0: the only real highlight he had at South Carolina was he was the 2017 all SEC football team honors that's it Huh. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, man. It d- doesn't seem like, and in his final game, he had three catches for forty-one yards against Michigan. Ugh, they want well,
1: to. We, we got we got a few other things here. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But I think uh, I think we can probably table that. Sure. And uh, move on to our pre-free agency breakdown.
0: And we are starting with who?
1: Three more teams for you today. We have the Colts, the Ooh. Bucks, and the Falcons. And we'll start with the uh, Indianapolis Colts.
0: So, unfortunately, some of the uh, mystery and intrigue with Indianapolis Colts kind of unveiled itself the previous few. Uh, obviously, obviously the Calais Campbell trade when I, when I discussed Jacksonville, the Derek Carr trade when I discussed the Las Vegas Raiders. So. Um, the only thing I'll add on to that is they have Anthony Costanzo as a free agent He's 32 years old, so there was a report out that he is deciding on whether or not he's going to retire. Really? Now, wasn't he? Didn't say the words. It's just he's looking at what his future is going to be. Yeah, looking,
1: look, looking at all his future options. Yeah,
0: right. Um is a free agent.
1: Jeez, oh my God! Do you think he can keep playing?
0: No, I think I don't think they'll resign him. I don't I think, think I think
1: Vinatieri was prepared to retire
0: at week what was that week 4 yeah, or 5
1: it was like week 3 or 4 he was saying he was saying some really cryptic things right and then he, he came out done
0: and then he came out like what was it either next week or was like the next time he talked to reporters and he went like lashed out at the reporter yeah. like, thinking that he was going to retire I was like well it, it's Vinny you kind of you kind of made it seem like you were gonna buddy wait, what it,
1: like 46 47 he's, he's like, up, up there. there
0: yeah
1: um hello player though absolutely
0: uh, they have two wide receivers, Devin Funchess and Chester Rogers, both uh, free agents. I yeah, I'd get rid of them both. Of them. Let them go. It, nothing. As we discussed, Eric Ebron's a free agent. He's not going to resign.
1: They could afford to resign him, though, if they thought, if thought they, he was worth
0: it. Oh, absolutely they could. I just don't think it's worth it. I just don't. Um, I have them resigning Anthony Costanzo. Uh, and then they, they're going to resign their right tackle, Clark, I, as a depth guy. Uh, Clayton Gathers is their starting free safety. Signed him too. The big free agent sign. You ready for this? Marcus Golden from the New York Giants. Mm. Now he didn't just have a big year in New York. He had like, in, he was in Arizona before, and it kind of trickled up, and then he progressed to New York, where he had a really good year. He hit some uh, accelerators in his contract. So he's gonna. I think he's gonna get. They're projecting a four-year 54 wow. with 13 AAV. But look at their ends. It's Justin Houston and Jabal Sheard. I didn't even talk about Jabal Sheard because I think he's end of the road.
1: Yeah, those are two guys who could actually be at the end of the road already, yeah.
0: And Justin Houston actually still has a year on his contract, but I just don't think – I think it's – if you go into the season with those two as your ends – you're asking for Your no, gonna struggle again. no pass rush. Yeah, zero pass rush. I know I didn't address the tight end. I just don't know where, and they have 15 million in the uh, under the cap. I just wasn't sure where I was going to go with tight ends at this point. But a a decent tight end here would absolutely elevate this team, especially with Derek Carr coming.
1: Well, I think you're wrong with Derek Carr going.
0: I know you you are you're high on one person going in Indianapolis.
1: Uh, and I'd say as far as tight ends go, I can see. I mean, we already talked about tight ends, so yeah. I think Hunter Henry is one of the Patriots. Um, I don't think they're going to want to pay the money for Hooper. Uh, yeah, Austin Hooper. Right. But I think. Somebody who they think is probably just as talented, although injury prone, it uh, will probably be cheaper. That's kind of a Patriots move. They take that guy. Uh, but I think if he doesn't end up in New England, I can see Hunter Henry in Indianapolis all day. And then, not Derek Carr when Teddy Bridgewater signs with the Colts <laughs> because they have the money to go out and get pretty much whoever they want. He's gonna have a really nice running back, a great line, and two, well, one really good tight end, and one guy who works really well in that system with uh, Jack Doyle.
0: So, so here's the thing: you take out Derek Carr, right? That's sixteen back, sixteen point five back on the cap. Now, some of that you have to put to the side for the uh, twenty twenty second round pick that you have. You take most of that, and you're signing Teddy Bridgewater, right? Twenty mil.
1: Teddy's not going to go for twenty mil. More or less. Less.
0: He's projected to get, I think twenty.
1: I think whoever did that needs to be drug tested. Well, they wrong? the the the,
0: the site I go to they do these all these silly mathematic crap that I don't understand how to do, but they do they do the math, Chris, and they figure out how much. No,
1: and that's all. I mean, he could for all for all I know. I mean, who was it? Uh, Mike Lennon, a couple years ago with the Bears, signed a two-year contract <laughs> yes. for $18 million per.
0: I love that one.
1: And, I mean, it, although Mike Lennon, and then they go right to Mitchell Trubisky, so we know how well the Bears are at rating tight end capabilities, or, excuse me, quarterback capabilities. So, I mean, next they're probably going to sign Jameis Winston to a $35 million a year contract. I'm like, oh, man, he's throwing interceptions? We didn't see that coming. <laughs> but, no, I mean, uh, I personally, if Teddy signs for that much money, it won't be a super <laughs> long-term deal.
0: They got it projected, 3 and 60.
1: Okay, you know what, honestly? Okay, at 3, I could see it.
0: 3 years, 60 mil?
1: At 3, I could see it. I still think it'll be more than 15 to 17 a year range. Okay. But uh, I I just, based on the fact he had that horrible injury when he was younger, that knee injury, people didn't know if he would ever play again.
0: Right. Oh, God. And then
1: he did. And he's a really good kid. I'm rooting for him.
0: Said it before. I love Teddy yeah, Bridgewater. I, I love Teddy Bridgewater. Nothing,
1: nothing but good, good thoughts on the guy. Uh, but realistically, he's vastly unproven. Yes. And he had immense talent around him in New Orleans. Not a crime. He won games he should have won with that talent around him. Won games he probably shouldn't have won with that talent around him because he isn't Drew Brees. But I remember a guy when he was younger who struggled a lot. In Minnesota, when he was the when he was the full time starter, I know you can't penalize somebody who could have grown as a player for past inadequacies, but you have to take everything into consideration. I think anybody gives him twenty million per, they're overpaying. That being said, if he can get it, go get it. But I mean, I, if I'm a GM, I give him a seventeen a year cap. Yeah. And say, hey, Teddy, we'd love to have you here. But saying that 17 a year, I fully guarantee it.
0: That gets it down. You know what? That'll get it down, too. It's proven with uh, Kirk Cousins. If you make it fully guaranteed, you can lower that number because they won't want as much if you're saying you're going to get all this.
1: And at 17 a year for three years, you're you're not crippling your franchise financially, even if he bombs. Okay, it's a poor decision, but we did what we had to do to get it. we did what we had to do to get a starting quarterback in here. And
0: wow, you're you're turning me on this one. No. I'm not lying. The problem is, is uh, Derek Carr is a little more cost-prohibited uh, for th- for the next three years. Understanding if you have a opinion about Derek Carr, one way or the other. But he's about he'll be about. I think it, Three years and it'll probably be about sixteen per, give or take.
1: I think I don't I don't really dislike Derek. I think on a red system he could be effective. I think they he could. has to be used as a almost like an Alex Smith. Okay. Almost like a game manager plus. Like most of the time, you're gonna tell him he needs a strong running game and a good line. You're gonna tell him. Don't lose us the game. And every once in a while I'll go out there and make some throws. He's gonna be that a Ryan Tannehill. You know, he can make some throws, he can make some plays, he'll play with heart. He's a tough kid, but he's not gonna go down as one of the all time greats. You no. know I mean? he's not he's not gonna lead you on playoff drive after playoff drive. He's not a Brady, Manning, Breeze, he's just not that guy.
0: He does have if you bring back Anthony Costanzo, it'll be one of the best offensive lines. In the NFL, correct? Sure, absolutely. And I like your Hunter Henry fit potentially with Car or um, Teddy B. Honestly, if everything fell this way, and they had roughly fifteen million, you could even put a contract in front of Austin Hooper instead that if you feel if you feel like Austin Hooper is the guy, you could put a contract in front of him that would make it very difficult for Atlanta, which we will get to uh, in a few minutes, for them to sign him. Because remember, Atlanta's in very tough times. Yeah, Atlanta's
1: not re-signing Hooper. There's no way.
0: Well, I believe I made it possible. Right? I did do...
1: Well
0: you get anything else on the Colts? Um, no, nah, not really. I just they're gonna resolve and, and for anyone who's like their wide receiver, Ben, what are you what are you doing with their wide receiver because you're letting two of them go? They have T Y. They have Paris Campbell, and I'm projecting a nice pickup in the draft. And we'll get to that when the draft time comes. And
1: again, you know? there's so many like Capable veteran receivers that are always out there. You could grab a couple of those guys, bring them in. And if you get Demarius Thomas, who's who's if he wants to play, Emmanuel Sanders. Like no matter what Emmanuel Sanders thinks, he's he's not gonna he's not getting some top of the market contract.
0: Yeah, whatever anyone's putting out there for top of the market, like eh, he's not there. No, where what where was he in the Super Bowl? Yeah, not not hoping well to win the game. No. It's much like where was Mohamed Sanu actually pretty much, except for that first game he played in, where was he the entire time? No show. Yeah. So it's like you might start seeing teams really consider, and I'm sorry I'm getting off a tangent, but consider not trading for wide receivers middle of the season. Because you had even Amari Cooper. Yeah, he was a shot in the pan last year. But he didn't help the Cowboys win anything, did they? Did he? No. Like, he didn't win. No. They they went to the playoffs and lost last year. Not this year, last year.
1: He helped them win about as much as Kirk Cousins helped the Vikings win.
0: Right. So, actually, that's
1: not fair because Cousins actually helped them win a playoff game. So.
0: But next up is... Oh, boy. This, Bay Buccaneers. this, this is, is a lot to
1: dive into on this one. You got about four or five pages there? Oh, no, no, no. No? no okay. No.
0: But exciting news... They're unveiling their new uniforms soon. You excited about oh, that? That's
1: sweet. They can be mediocre in brand new uniforms.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, part of this is kind of uh, unveiled because uh, we did the Panthers already. Yeah. So, so if you remember or you didn't listen before, go back and listen to the Panthers. So Cam Newton, I have projecting go to Carolina
1: Panthers. I actually think that's a really good fit. I can see that happening.
0: I like I like Bruce Arians with and and Cam Newton at his best. He had Calvin Benjamin. Remember Calvin Benjamin? Yep. And he did have Devin Funchess tie with him for at least a year or two, and a young Greg Olson. Yep. Correct.
1: Who had a great success under under uh, you Newton. Know.
0: Plus, they had running backs, um, decent ones. It, this is pre—I'm talking pre,
1: pre CMC. Yeah, yeah.
0: pre CMC. Not. So this is what they, I project they're going to do because they got <clears throat> eighty-four million in cap space, the Bucks. Uh, but they have a huge free agent who, by the way, he dialed in for a career year—the perfect time. Very suspicious, Mister uh, Shaq Barrett. Yes, uh, he was actually considered for Defensive Player of the Year. I know, I know you considered him at one point, right? Or was that I, more
1: more? we there halfway or halfway through the season awards. Yes, he he almost edged out Jamie Collins, but by the time the end of the year came, he hadn't seen enough in the second half. Right. Uh,
0: they are. They have Indama as a free agent. They have JPP as a free agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the right tackles, which I think he's actually just a depth guy, is a free agent. Peyton Barber is a free agent. And, of course, the big one, Jameis Winston with Shaquille Barrett. They're going to resign Barrett. Uh, They're projecting four years, 63 million, 15.77 AAV. That is heavy. I have them resigning JPP, Jason Pierre-Paul. Yep. To kind of pair with him, I can see that. And um, they're going resi- to they're going to sign Mike Remmers. Uh, he's right tackle from the Giants, I believe he was. Uh, they're going to sign him, kind of fortify, try to fortify that offensive line. And two interesting pickups to help on that defense because Barrett plays outside linebacker. So remember that he plays outside linebacker. I'm going to sign Derek Wolf and Everson Griffin, huh. and try to keep that dollar mountain down, okay. with both of them. This way, because Jason people I think, can kind of flex out to outside linebacker a little bit, not coverage, just pass rushing situations. Now think of this. You have Derek Wolf, who we know can, if he's healthy, have the ability to go in and out. Oh, talented, yeah. When he's, well, yeah he can go up and down the line, right?
1: Health is the key word,
0: Absolutely. And Everson Griffith, I think can go up and down the line a little bit. Absolutely. Not as much as Derek Wolf, but you know, if you have one guy as your defensive tackle, and then you can kind of flex these other guys in and out, and you have a nice rotation at defensive line. What worked for a team this year for rotation on the defensive line? San That's right, and that's the that's the mindset I was going with. This is you can, and it's still even doing all that. They still have just under twenty million dollars in cap space. It was very frugal with their cap space, so they could still do more. But what? What do they, I mean? They'll need to address corner, but that'll be in the draft. I don't think this year is the year to splurge on corner in the free agent market. No, unless you can, and I don't think it'll happen. You can call Buffalo or Seattle and request a discussion about their corners.
1: Buffalo, I think Buffalo sees that they're going to compete for a while. Right. They have a, a team that can actually, you know, make a run out of division. I don't think they're going to trade anybody big. I think I don't think is White is going to stay in Buffalo uh, once his contract's up. Yeah. But I think they're going to try to keep him in Buffalo. No, they're
0: going to try, yeah, absolutely.
1: But I, I don't think he will. They have a hard time keeping good free agents there. They just do.
0: That's the the crappy part about Buffalo is just tough. You have to – even players who are ingrained and love Buffalo for what it is, it's still tough for some reason to keep them there. But I feel like that's the route if I were the Buccaneers. I would not go cornerback in the free agent market. There's just – I feel like you're going to dump your money in there and you're just not going to get the return. Right. You're looking at – just off the top of my head, obviously Josh Norman now. Uh, Trey Wayne's. I already got Sims going somewhere else. He might be an okay guy. But Norman's I'm, washed out, right? Norman's wa- absolutely. And Eli Apple's another hot name. He's young, but he got bounced out of New York, went to New Orleans. It wasn't great there, so I just don't think this is the market. Maybe you. You're going to draft somebody. I already got them projected for a cornerback in the draft. Maybe you develop some talent, but you got two stud-wide receivers. Do you think – what is this? Is this
1: Chris Godwin's second year or third year? They just oh,
0: I want to say it's his – I feel like it's his second, but it could be
1: – Is he a first-round
0: pick? No. There because was if, no. if he's
1: going into his last year, you may want to just just consider an extension right now.
0: I like you're gonna to need to.
1: I mean, I mean, even if you don't offer him, you're gonna to have to consider it right now. But I mean, you can't. Who knows when Evans is gonna fall off the cliff? It doesn't appear to be any time in the near future.
0: No, from what he did this year, no, it doesn't seem like. No, it. No, I mean,
1: he's still he's still killing it. Which is
0: why it's perfect for Cam Newton to go there because if he needs to just huck the ball up, he'll huck it up oh, there yeah. and and what can uh what can my uh, Mike Evans do? He can go get it.
1: Better than just about anybody. Oh, absolutely. Maybe I mean they might throw OJ Howard a few pa- a few passes and he might
0: <laughs> sir. Blasphemy. I don't Thank know what
1: Bruce Arians. I mean Bruce Arians is a hell of a coach. Don't get me wrong, but man, he does not know how to use his tight ends for the life of him.
0: But I, I just I just love I love how the 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 entire setup would be for Cam Newton in that offense. Um. It just makes sense to me that he would fit in with the ex- enormous talent. Uh, he is going into his fourth season.
1: Oh, and he's. Okay, so this is. And he
0: is a third round pick, so this is his.
1: Yeah, so they need to sign him to an extension or he's going to be a free agent next year.
0: They do. So maybe that. I mean, obviously, the money, if they feel like. I don't know if they can. Tearing up the contract and starting it this year, but I think they would just do an extension. What the smart thing would do would be to sign him to an extension. Know that you're you have that money pigeonholed yeah. for him, going down the the road, so that you can kind of build the rest of your team around what you need.
1: Where, where would you where would you place Godwin at, in, in a receiver pool? I don't think you'd go top five.
0: Top ten, definitely.
1: I, I, I was going to say, absolutely top ten. Because there's
0: some people that have fell, fallen out of the top ten. Oh no, so, Beckham
1: does not belong there anymore.
0: Uh, he he was out of the top ten, a few years ago.
1: Yeah, and he's literally, literally his name and one really good catch on Monday Night Football is keeping him in the top ten.
0: And I wouldn't put Jarvis Landry in the top ten. No. Evans, yes, Evans is just arguably top five.
1: I think you go top three with Evans too, honestly. Uh
0: Jones and and Thomas are in your top 3 Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Uh, Trying to think of anybody else. I mean, Kenny Kenny's in a I think Kenny breaks top 10. Yeah, okay. At least he puts another season up like he did this year, hopefully full year out of Stafford, that'll put him top 3.
1: Forget about uh Donner in Houston.
0: Oh. A new Copkins. yeah, I would say he's definitely top five. But the problem is when we do when you do this off the cuff, you start saying you know oh, yeah. is that person top top five? All of a sudden, your top five is filled with eight guys. But I definitely think Chris Godwin belongs in thirty seven
1: people in my top five.
0: Absolutely, he he belongs in the top top five. I I think with one more one more season like this because he he's shown. That improvement you want to see each and every year. Each year he's increased catches, targets, yards, touchdowns, everything you want to see.
1: How about this? We haven't we haven't done receiver free agents yet. Yep. Before we do a receiver free agents, you wanna do a top ten next episode? We'll do that. Book it. You and I you and I will each select our top ten, and that'll be that'll be a little segment for uh for Friday's show.
0: And we'll see who thinks whose is better.
1: Yeah. So that'll be something fun. I always enjoy doing that. Everybody likes lists.
0: You have any more questions on the wonderful Tampa Bay bucks? Oh, I got a
1: lot of questions on Tampa Bay bucks, but I think we can move on to the Falcons.
0: All right. So the dreadful Falcons, and I say dreadful... I some of these
1: contracts, my God, man. I cannot believe them.
0: I say dreadful for one particular reason. They have $4 million in cap space.
1: It's not that they have $4 million. It's When you were laying out, I mean, we don't you don't go over and tell me what you're going to say ahead of time because you want my natural reaction to some yeah. of this absurdity. But you were telling me some of the contracts just in basic conversation. I could not believe what some of these guys are getting
0: paid. They have a lot of players with double-digit millions. For oh. what reason, I don't know. So it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for, for the Falcons to manage to <laughs> not only –
1: Compete, stay under the draft, in general. Or stay
0: yeah. under the cap, but compete. So here's here's free agents. This is, I would say, devastating if they lost all these players. No, Obviously, some of them more than others. Matt Bosher, their punter, which, by the way, apparently they had two kickers and two punters under contract. Why I don't know. Oh, well, one got injured, so they signed that. Like a kid later in the season. Okay. But they had two punters under contract. Matt Bosher was one of them. And they have somebody else who, was, who played the rest of the season is projected to be the starter, I guess. So who cares? Adrian Claiborne, I mean, that's nothing. Uh, their starting fullback, which would be peanuts to resign. And uh, a starting defensive tackle, uh, Davison, which is not their premier guy. Um, can't remember off the top of my head who is. And the big... I would say the big three. Vic Beasley. We
1: the, know he's gone.
0: We know he's gone because they already said they're not resigning him. DeAndre DeAndre Campbell. Sorry, Deandre. Uh Outside linebacker, which I already said will be uh, signed by the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. And Austin Hooper, tight end.
1: Yeah, I think all three of those guys are gone. Uh,
0: well, you would be correct about two of them. Now... <clears throat> I'll start with the five-year, almost $50 million contract for Austin Hooper.
1: And they afford this how? I will explain. Okay, please
0: do. Because we remember distinctly, right, how we conversated about Devontae Freeman and how yes. it would be ridiculous for them to cut him. Why would they do that? The It doesn't save enough money. They need to cut Devontae uh, Freeman.
1: Your chair needs a WD-40, by the way. I know. I'm sorry. But then no, it up. happens. I'm just. I'm like. It's like the first time I've ever realized it. It's like it just. It's like it aged ten years in the past three days.
0: It's amazing. I'm um, saying Freeman. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, they have to cut Freeman, even though it's three and a half million off the, uh, the saving. You have to. And you have to go talk to Matt Ryan and Desmond Trufant, and they need to restructure their deals.
1: Okay, so Matt Ryan, his contract. You told me the number on that. It is. Insane
0: this not year. It, it's insane this year, and it gets worse each and every year.
1: For a guy who has had some decent stat years, and I mean, I guess almost. I mean, he got a participation trophy in the Super Bowl. I guess yes, but I mean, I don't know what he's done to justify that number. If you ever need proof that sometimes it's not winning, it's being the face of a franchise right and being able to sell merchandise can put you in a position to make huge money, even above your playing level. Matt Ryan is living that dream. Because Matt Ryan is the face of the Falcons, he's the face of the franchise, might even be the face of professional sports in that city. You can argue that if you want, that's fine. And largely just, eh.
0: Eh, Mediocre
1: to good. I mean, like I said, some great stat seasons. I certainly wouldn't put him in, like, the mediocre level of, like, a Phillip Rivers. No. He's definitely better than that.
0: He's but got I mean, a... He actually has an MVP.
1: Yeah. And he's won playoff games. Phew. But, I mean, man... Uh, but... His... His... 40s getting paid. It's almost like he should be Patrick Mahomes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not... That's I mean, not nuts. a stretch. And the sad thing is, is Patrick Mahomes is going to look at this contract... And he's going to say, well, I've done more than Matt Ryan. Pay me. Same with whenever Dak Prescott signs his massive contract, wherever it's going to be. We're not 100% sure yet, but we assume Dallas. But that's why it's – it it's, I guess it's smart in a way that the Rams and the Eagles signed their, their quarterbacks to contracts before Dak Prescott. But – it's bad news for the Chiefs because those two contracts, Matt Ryan's and Dak Prescott's, all precede the contract discussions for. Um, Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Thank you. I, I don't know why I bricked on that. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be bad. I, I know I've went over this already quite a few times. I'm just gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave what I said on record already. But it's going to be bad for the chiefs if they go max on it
1: yeah, and they will
0: but it it's it's very cost prohibited the next few years. I mean the the guaranteed money just weighs it down you, you can't get out of it until 2022
1: yeah to, to you end up almost paying as much to release him as you do to keep him
0: to, I, I, the deal is just insane. who structured this deal? Dennis Dimitrov, uh, Thomas Dimitrov, who is from I wasn't
1: expecting your wrong answer. Okay. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Good, I, good I happen for, to know. No, good on you for knowing. I was like, I was unprepared for a comeback. <laughs> I decided it was going to be some smart ass comment. Like, ah, oh, someone doesn't know what they're doing. You're like, no, this
0: guy. And he knows what he's doing because he is from the, uh, <clears throat> Bill Belichick tree.
1: Well, clearly he didn't learn that one.
0: No, he didn't. Cause I don't know what he was doing with this contract. It, it just, it just goes on and on forever. Yeah, and you can't incur that much dead money no matter what year like every no. year it's just bad. It's just even as last year they'd incur six million, almost seven million dollars in dead money if they cut him at age thirty-eight, which got it'll be awful by then. But it it's just it just it just weighs down the franchise so much, on top of all the other contracts. It just weighs it down so much. He's taken up 11% of their cap space yeah. this year. And, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to just get worse. Um, obviously, without all the contracts signed, all the free agents signed, blah, 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 this number's a little skewed, but he's, cost, he, he's counted 18% of next year's cap. For one player. 18% for one player. Two players, Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, 28% and you I can, I can keep going it just gets worse and worse and worse with Garrett Grady Jert, that's the defensive tackle I couldn't remember Desmond Trufant who I would say is probably a nickel corner at best is getting paid like a top 3 corner I think he's getting more money AAV than Patrick Peterson See
1: the kid who had the kick uh picking Pick return for a touchdown in a Super Bowl. I want to Ray? say.
0: I want to say that sounds about right.
1: Yeah,
0: it might have been, so he,
1: he's because he was only a rookie that year.
0: He might have been. I'm not 100 percent sure yeah. on on what he did, but it's this is obviously this is his second contract, but, and the worst thing is he was injured last year. So, like you're just it's 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 just bad structuring, and honestly. Some, they can't, they had a bad season. You would agree with that? Absolutely. And they played, we've said this before, they played hard down the stretch to save their coach's job.
1: Yep. They showed hard. They did.
0: But they started off, like
1: they, they I'm telling
0: you, 8-8 eight eight, eight eight may may let Dan Quinn get to the end of the road next year. It will not get him to 2021. No. No. You, you as a team need to perform like professionals i get it it's a tough division you had this you had the saints the bucks actually put up a fight each and every week because they just put up points which is insane um and the panthers were wily bunched for a while but they you know and it was a tough nsc altogether. together i don't know if you agree with that oh but, totally yeah but you have like three four teams five teams i think was with Double-digit wins,
1: and there were there were there were
0: more teams
1: uh, on the outside of the playoff picture looking in yeah. in the NFC that were far more dangerous than the AFC. The AFC, the teams are outside looking in, it was kind of like, all ah, right, you're not really that much of a threat. The NFC, the, those teams are really good. They just caught some bad breaks.
0: I think what they got caught up in is they went to the Super Bowl in. 17. 16. Yeah, I believe so. 16? God. This is the problem with going to too many Super Bowls. You don't remember all It was 2017. Well, that's not this is? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was 2017. Yeah. It was three years ago. Okay.
0: So, because actually Matt Ryan signed his uh, new contract 2018. Oops. No, it had to be 16 because he was MVP in, it was a 16
1: season it was, was a 16 super season cause he actually played right, cuz he was uh,
0: yeah. he he had 38 touchdowns and right. seven interceptions as opposed to 17 he had 20 and 12 but he signed his new contract in 18 i say all that because maybe they got caught up in we had all these players get us to the super bowl let's bring them all back okay, yep and we got, we got this. We got the team. We just need to get over the hump. Uh, what I know, happened? In,
1: I know a certain team that we root for that did the same thing after they won a the World Series a few years ago. Right. Oh, let's bring back all these mediocre guys that had a great playoff run.
0: Right. They did that in 13 as well.
1: Uh-huh. And in the following a season, bit, they're like third in the division.
0: And well, they did a little bit in 07 uh, yeah. when the Sox won. Yep. And they, they brought a few players back. And, again, not great. It just, it just indicative of. I get you went there, you got to Super Bowl, but now th- two, three years later, you're paying for it. You're paying for it. You're going to lose Vic Beasley, who wasn't great, but he is a pass rusher with some talent. You're going to lose, Austin, potentially you could lose Austin Hooper unless you do all this, and this isn't. This is hinging on Matt Ryan and Desmond Trufant. Restructuring, which, not to bore people, but if you want a simplified version of what they would restructure, is they would convert their base salary to guaranteed money it would push off to the following seasons. Is kind of how I understood it. Yeah. But you have to have Matt Ryan and Desmond Trufant both agree to restructure just to keep – Austin Hooper, and get rid of Devontae Freeman, which, by the way, you'll draft a running back in the draft, which, by the way, I think with one of their two second-round picks, perfect location for a nice low-dollar value, high-reward running back. Sure. That's better than Devontae. So it's going to be tough. And, Chris, honestly, you could be right. All three of those could be out of town because they could do all this and a team just comes up to Austin Hooper and says, here's 13 a year.
1: Yeah. Here's five for 60.
0: And they're just like, they can't do nothing. Nope. I mean, they'll have cap space now, but they're not going to have anything to spend it on unless they want to go dumpster diving for Tyler Eifert or maybe they think Charles Clay will be a good option. But
1: I think their best option, truthfully, Yep. is to just realize they're in rebuilding mode and and realize that Matt Ryan is a wasted contract.
0: The, pro- the problem is I would agree with you. It's just that they're not in the right spot at the right time to rebuild because their contracts are structured so they can't get out of them and it'd be very bad for the team to try to get out of them and yeah, they're just in a bad spot. Maybe rebuild
1: was the wrong word. Um, and, and To clarify, Matt Ryan wasted contract. I don't mean he's awful, he's terrible. He's. Just, I mean, they need to come to the realization that because they they've made that contract with Matt Ryan, they're not going to win anything. They're not. I mean, they may win some games, but they may win a division. I don't see it happening with what they're going to lose. But they may win a division. They're not going to win a Super Bowl. They're not going to win many playoff games. They might get past wildcard weekend. That's about it. The thing is, what I meant by rebuilding, and I may have phrased that wrong, like I said, they need to start taking the less is more approach. They need to start trying to squeeze it. Instead of just giving these guys who they perceived as the reason they got to the Super Bowl, these exorbitant contracts, Right. they have to start looking... To get the maximum value out of every cent they spend now, so maybe Austin Hooper isn't. Is Austin Hooper going to be the difference between them winning and losing? Um, Honestly, the way that team's built, he might be. I think I, I would say yes. But uh, Freeman's not. You can let Freeman go. There's some other guys who can walk. You're, you're not going to miss much with them. Go out. Maybe you do sign a Charles Clay. Maybe you do try to uh, get a tight end, a trade for a younger tight end, and not have to pay for a few years for one of these teams that isn't using them. Uh, You know, O.J. Howard, I don't really see that happening. But they have some draft picks they could use. I just... You see a team like this, it's a team like Jacksonville, that just, when they had the dominant defense a few years ago, they just gave everyone a new contract obviously not like Jalen Ramsey because he was still too young at the time. You got a big contract. You got a big contract. You got a big contract. Blake Bortles 20 something million dollars a year. Right. Yeah. And all of a sudden now look what they're at. They have Nick Foles who in fairness last year was just a throwaway with, with his injury wasn't going to work. They have Gardner Minshew, who knows what they have with him. I'm sure they're going to find out quite a bit in camp. Some talent at receiver. Like they have they have some good young players in that team, but the contracts they signed the previous four or five years just crippled that team financially to the point where they can't even take these young guys and build on it in free agency because they just don't have the
0: cap room. Falcons did the same thing. Yeah. And I and I'll add on to your point. They have two big free agents coming up next year. And Keanu O'Neill and uh, Kirst McKinley, aka Tank McKinley. One's a one's got a potentially a fifth-year option, depending on if they decide to exercise it or not. And Keanu O'Neill is is a free agent. This would be an, this is this is an opportunity right here. To your point, good Keanu O'Neill has been good for them high energy player, it's strong safety. I'm sorry. You can get that from something else. Right, Tank McKinley, it's a nice name. I'm sorry, but you can get more from someone else than re-signing Tank McKinley for whatever absorbent of money. Like, the move, if they were making the Vic Beasley move with $25, $25, 30 million dollars going into the going into free agency, and they say they're not going to resign them. I would say, good job, way to think. They're making that move because they can't afford them. Right. The same with uh, uh, the same with um, Devondre Campbell because I would think Devondre Campbell would be the kind of player on defense you would want to build around. But since you signed all these other guys, Ricardo Allen. Desmond Trufant, who are getting injured, no offense to the guys, but getting injured, and you're spending money on Grady Jarrett. Has Grady Jarrett done anything for you since the Super Bowl? Not that I can remember. All right, you're 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 giving all these massive contracts. Like, great, right, you got some coming off the books the next year, maybe the year after that. But you haven't it, – It. a lot of it is on Matt Ryan. But a lot of it is on these other players who have bloated contracts – and you have to structure your players intelligently. You have to stagger when they go when the, when they hit free agency. And if you have like the, the Raiders last year, they had what five four four picks in the first three rounds? Yeah. I think. Or it could have been five. I think it was five. You have to be smart in four in four or five years who you're gonna pick up the fifth year option depending on what it's gonna be and who you're actually going to sign. Because you can't just, oh, great, there are players, we homegrown them, and maybe we made the playoffs, maybe we made a championship, maybe we made the Super Bowl. You can't just assume you're going to sign all your players.
1: Yeah. And you're just going to run out of money. And you, 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 to your point, you can't be a slave to the moment. You have to look at their entire body of work throughout all their, their whole time with you. Right. And say... Okay, he was great that year, two years ago. What's he done ever since? Okay, he was mediocre for four years, and now it's a contract year. Now he's killing it. Are you going to sign him to a five-year deal? Because what's he going to do for the next four years? You don't know? You have to take this. I mean, teams a lot of times don't take it into consideration, which is why when the really consistent, successful teams, you know, your the last few years, your your, uh, your Chiefs, your Patriots for the last, as long as you can remember. Uh, the Colts had a few down years, but, I mean, even they, it was really just because of injuries.
0: Well, I would say it was the structure that the last guy built. Yeah. I God, what is his name? I want to say Grigson was but the, the guy before where he just drafted, like, skills, skill players, didn't build any protection for Andrew Luck, which he's kind of blamed for yeah. the downfall of Andrew Luck.
1: But I'm, I'm just talking, like, look at people who can build teams. Like, don't look – the Patriots are actually a bad example because they've just – you know, oh, the I'm, pro- I'm, not, I'm not saying this as somebody who's a fan. I'm saying this – they've had a sustained success. Look at a team like Baltimore. They've had times where they were a dominant team, and then they were okay, and then they, come, then they weren't as dominant, and then they, they – had one, like one or up, two
0: years where they dipped down. Dip and then they come
1: back up because they know how to build a team, and they're smart.
0: But they realize one thing – one key thing they realize – it was last year, midway through, like midway, three quarters of the way through the season. Joe Flacco doesn't have it anymore. Now, they went out, they went and paid him after the Super Bowl, correct? Mm-hmm. And they said, okay, well, we got him. He's our guy. And he didn't do anything after that. No, because he's literally Joe Flacco, anything. No. It's kind of like what Matt Ryan has done nothing.
1: Except and, Flacco won his Super Bowl. Right, he won his <laughs> Super Bowl.
0: But they, the first opportunity they had, they said, "Okay, we're going to move up in the draft. We're going to take Lamar Jackson." And they made a conscious decision at some point. Let's try the kid, and they see flashes. Greg Roman and Dr- and Harbaugh. All right, we're trading. Jo- we're trading Joe. And we're moving forward with this kid.
1: Lamar's our guy, yeah.
0: And with the mindset they know, no knock on Lamar. Uh, hopefully he does great his entire career. I can't imagine Baltimore's going to give him a second contract. He's going to run out his fifth year, and he'll probably be somewhere else.
1: Really? You think so?
0: Yes. Huh. I hope the kid makes it. I hope he has 10 to 15 years. I don't think he's going to. I think he'll run out his fifth year option, and they'll let him go somewhere else. And if he makes it to his fifth year option,
1: huh? That's interesting. But that is a conversation for another day. Yes. Anything else on any of our teams today?
0: Um, I'm just disappointed in how the Falcons have fallen off so much.
1: Yeah, like we said, that we're not surprised based on what we've seen. That's
0: that's the only thing. I'm just disappointed i like to see what they can do. I just, if you're a Falcons fan, I wouldn't be hopeful for this season. Unless yeah, Matt not, Ryan... If, would... if you
1: are, tell us why.
0: Please, because I don't.
1: Tell us. If we're missing something and we're just looking at it, you know, through through jaded lens here, just, uh, you know, let us know why we're, why we're wrong. And if if we're missing something, you see something we don't, let us know. We, 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 well, we'll look at it objectively and uh, give you our honest feedback. But well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us today. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, feedback in general on any of our topics today, whether it be our uh, conversation about Joe Burrow's tiny hands, <laughs> or any of those going to get you, or uh, Chase Young not participating in the combine, which doesn't matter, or our pre free agent discussions, please feel free to contact us and Ben, how can you do that?
0: Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter that's Ben Chris TalkFO1 or you can go on Facebook, Ben and Chris Talk Football.
1: Alright, ladies and gentlemen, next episode, Friday morning, we will have our top ten wide receiver list. Three more teams in our pre-free agent breakdown as well as any pertinent news notes or information that may have occurred between now and then. For Ben, I am Chris. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you right back here Friday morning.
0: Thank you.